0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another podcast episode. This is Israelitis. I probably sound like, I don't know what I sound like, but I am usually in bed, about to go to bed. It's about to be 10 o'clock, but I have a word for you guys. 10 p.m., I should say, not 10 a.m., that'd be hilarious, going to bed at 10 a.m., but you never know, you guys might work night shift. But anyway, um, and you might come in the morning and go to sleep, but anyway, the Father gave me a word, and I'm very nervous because I feel like... This is a toughie, you know, a toughie. Ew, I said toughie, I'm sorry. Um, I make a lot of corny jokes and I say things and it kind of comes out naturally. Now, but anyway, um, I'm very nervous about this one because it's a very tough word. It's very intense and I'm so, so nervous. And so, just bear with me in this uh, word that the Father wanted me to give. So um he reminded me of it tonight by reading first corinthians 1 and 1 through 3 but um i have other scriptures first but anyway i'm not going to read all of that by the way i'm just giving you the idea of like the reminder but this word came in june 29th 2022 of this year Ooh, and so It came from matthew 21 through 22 and we're going to read both the new king james and the new living translation because i really like the new living translation too and how it's worded so but yeah here we go so matthew 5 verses 21 through 22 it says you have heard that it was said to those of old you shall not murder and whoever murders will be in danger of the judgment but I say to you that whoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. And whoever says to his brother, Raka, shall be in danger of the council. But, who, but whoever says, you fool, shall be in danger of hellfire. And so then now we're going to go into the New Living Translation. Um, Pull that up real quick. All right. So here we go. You have heard that our ancestors were told you must not murder. If you commit murder, you are subject to judgment. But I say, if you you are even angry with someone, you are subject, subject to judgment. If you call someone an idiot, you are in danger of being brought before the court. And if you curse someone, you are in danger of the fires of hell. Now that's juicy. That is so juicy. But anyway, so this word is very intense. So bear with me. So this word came by the father and so this passage reminds me of how our people and and just in general believers today there seems to be a competition on who is right and who is wrong and then name calling begins to take place because of offense or self-righteous beliefs and acts. We need to repent and turn away from such foolish actions. So pretty much this word is pretty much expressing that you know we tend to fight over the dumbest stuff and different things that have nothing to do with anything we just fight because we want to be right and that's just not of the father you know we want to be in unity we want to be in christ which i'm going to get to so i don't want to go on a tangent but we have to do better as not only the people of Israel but others as well like we need to do better if we're gonna believe in Christ we need to do better we need to do better like we cannot just be out here yelling at each other saying I hate you because you don't believe what I believe like what is that like since when do we do that like why do we do that like why do we do that I don't know but the Father would love that to be corrected and he corrects those whom he loves which it says that he chasteneth those he loves. And so, in Hebrews 12. So, let's please, y'all. <laughs> we have to do better. And it, it just so saddens my heart. Because I see it. I'm like, why are we fighting over who's right, who's wrong? Like, let's see what the Bible says. Like, oh, well, if, if, if someone's like, oh, I just don't see it. Then they just don't see it and move on. Like, let's not fight. You know, we don't need to fight over that. That's just not of the Father. Um but anyway i wanted to give some definitions so if you want to write this down if you're listening you're like oh darn it (laughs) dang it i don't have my um my notebook with me because i'm driving or something i don't know but uh, i have some definitions so if you'd like to go back to it that would be amazing for you but whatever you want to do i said for you i'm so used to i work at front desk so i sound like so customer service but anyway Matthew twenty two, so the definition of Raca it is Strong's G forty-four sixty-nine and I got this from the Blue Letter Bible, and I also got this from the Bible Hub app. Um, and also I used the one online as well. So I'm gonna pull that up really quickly because I had some little extra stuff in there. Okay, so it means so raka means in Strong's G forty four sixty nine. Raka, which is empty, um, a senseless, empty-headed man, a term of reproach used among the Jews in the time of Christ. <clears throat> Strong's definition: empty one, thou worthless, as a term of utter vilification. Um, raka, and then the origin of this word is Strong's seven. Uh, excuse me, origin of this word um, is Strong's H. The Hebrew 7386, which means, which is rake, an empty, worthless, vain, fellow man, and also from Strong's H, 7324, which means the same thing, but before I go into that, I keep going with the word fool, let me read something in, that I noticed in the Bible Hub. Um, sorry, Strong's Concordance. Bear with me, y'all. I'm not used to reading strong concordance stuff. So I hope you guys are still okay. Hope you guys are still okay. So um it's Strong's 4469. Um, but this is in the Greek, um, and this is the help sports studies, and it says apparently related to the Aramaic term rock empty, which is rake in the Hebrew. Properly empty-headed, empty-headed, this term expressed contempt for a man's head, viewing him as stupid without sense, a numb skull who acts presumptuously and thoughtlessly. And this is how we talk to each other. Like, you are stupid. You are an idiot. You are... You use all the words in the book, you know, B word, the F word, the blah, blah, word. Like, you can use all the words, like, literally. And this is how we talk to each other. And that's not of the Father. That is not okay. And that that is horrible. And I used to, I could have been this way. You know, I'm just letting you guys know. I, I could have been this way. I used to be very like I'm gonna fight back I'm gonna defend and I'm like you don't need to defend like it's okay like we all can go separate ways we can go together but still have different walks of life everyone has different seasons of life so we can't force someone to believe in something whether it's right or wrong so let's let's not call each other stupid or idiots or foolish unless it's like quite like you know straight up false doctrine you know but if it's if it's unclear on both ends we can't say you're stupid you're an idiot and yeah that's just not good but anyway sorry 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 now we can look up the word fool now fool means all right so we're in strong's the word fool strong's and also you can use the blue letter bible or the bible hub once again so it's fool um strong's g greek 3474 Morosos or moros, excuse me, foolish, impious, godless. Strong's definition dull or stupid, as if shut up, heedless, morally blockhead, apparently absurd, foolishness. And then also, um, in the Bible Hub, it says in Strong's 3474, um, the root of the English terms "this moros," the root of the English terms "moron," "moronic," properly dull, insipid, flat, without an edge; figuratively, mentally inert, dull in understanding, nonsensical, moronic, lacking a grip on reality, acting as though as though brainless. This root "mor" properly refers to physical nerves causing one to become dull, sluggish. Use of the mind dull, stupid, foolish. So it's pretty much ironically of apparent stupidity, and so that is intense. So, but we call each other these things, and then I'm gonna keep on going, going, because there's more definitions. I know, I know, you guys are like, no, no more definitions. But trust me, trust me, we're we're getting to the juiciness still. This is still juiciness. I hope you guys are still enjoying. But anyway, it says, in the Zondervan's Pictorial Bible Dictionary, Raka means, um, give me one moment. Okay, it means, um, they use the Greek terminology, empty, vain, or worthless fellow. And then, a term of contempt signifying a depreciatory estimate of someone's intellectual endowment. Now that is intense. And then the word fool means in modern usage, adult or a simpleton. But in scripture, generally impiety or lack of moral good sense is implied as well. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Psalm 14, 1, verse 50. I mean, excuse me. Psalm chapter 14, verse 1 and 53, verse 1. Solomon, in his writings, Proverbs and Ecclesiastes, makes about eighty statements about fools showing their emptiness, their conceit and pride, their boasting and self-confidence, and in four cases in Ecclesiastes, their thick-headed, their thick-headedness and their wordiness, in Ecclesiastes 2:19, uh, chapter 10, verse 3 and 14, in Matthew 23:17, we read how. Uh, the Lord called the scribes and Pharisees fools, not implying intellectual stupidity, but spiritual blindness. Men can be clever in mind, but at the same time, fools in spiritual matters. So, then, um, <laughs> give me one more. And so then these statements become so foolish, you know, it becomes, it takes away the entire gospel. And I know that sounds so crazy, but like the good news isn't, oh, I'm right. I'm better than you. Oh no, I have my own belief. So you stay over there and I don't like you. It's like, what is that? Like, we need to stop doing that because I've noticed that it's like, oh, I have beef with you. Like beef about what? Oh, because you don't do this. I'm like, okay like what (laughs) like what why are we fighting over this i'm very confused like what is going on and it's just like really sad to me and i'm not gonna give like clear-cut examples because i don't want to like point out anything and anyone else but i have noticed so much fight about doctrine and that is the main focus that the father has revealed to me that doctrine is so important to study so it's better to not teach at all than to teach something and think you're right than to sit down and understand and see it for yourself because i've noticed that our our people as israel and just in general everybody is just wanting to be a leader and wanting to be that person but nobody wants to sit down and learn like hey you know if someone corrects them oh no i'm right i know i'm right like how do you know you how do you know that if, so, if God sends someone to you to correct you that means something is wrong like so I I just I had to learn that myself as well because I was tending to be like that but I had the father said, I, I, er, no 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 but, um, it's not that, um, it's not that I just always want to be right, but it's just the idea that, you know, you just want to be in the spotlight and all that jazz, but we don't have to be in the spotlight. Like this podcast is not for me. This podcast is for the glory of the father. Like this, this podcast is not for me at all. Like it's literally to reach you guys, to help you guys in growing your faith. This is not for me to be like, oh yay. Like I get to be a leader. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter if God calls me to lead great, but like, it doesn't mean anything without his glory. Like it it means absolutely nothing. And so with all these terminologies about being foolish and dull or stupid and calling each other B words and MFs and like all these terms that are just out of way out of context, first off, but also, um, out of, Um, vulgarity and and rudeness of heart to just bash like not just our own people but other nations too and I know that sounds really bad but I'm just I'm not gonna lie you guys I know I'm Israel and I know who I am but it doesn't mean I hate everybody else It, 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 it just yeah it doesn't mean I hate everybody else it doesn't mean i'm gonna call you names because blah 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 like i don't need to do that like why are we doing that like we don't need to do that and no um and no i uh, but anyway i don't know why i said no i <laughs> but anyway i'm getting really serious because you guys we have to stop yelling at each other this is unbiblical this is unrighteousness and when um, cause even I've been studying, I've been getting so many books, you guys, it's so crazy studying the Bible. You have to get other books and that confirms what the father revealed to you. And so I got this book, it's called, um, a history of the Jewish people in the time of Jesus Christ. And it's in the second edition volume, I mean, I mean excuse me, second division volume two, and it's about the Pharisees. And the Pharisees making up their own rules and stuff and adding stuff to scripture. And that is so insane to me that I was like, what? Like, no wonder Christ was like, uh, uh. (laughs) <laughs> you said you're from the seed of Abraham right okay you would do what he say so it's just so intense but anyway I don't want to boast of myself like I'm just all that but I really want to know I not want you to know but I I want you to understand that like the father wants us to um treat everyone with respect you know and it's so important i understand if we disagree agree to disagree it's so normal you know it's so normal but let's not say oh you are an idiot or you're a fool oh you don't you don't listen it's like no they just don't believe in what you believe in (laughs) they just they're not you know like it's normal like, I don't believe everything what everyone else says, and because I go to the scripture and get the full context and everything in between, but that's by the Spirit of the Most High, not my boast, but it's the Father. And so, I say all this because I'm gonna read scripture in this ending with First Corinthians, which is so juicy. First Corinthians, um, chapter one, and we're gonna go to. Verse 10 through 17, that's the first scripture. And then the next scripture is going to be the full chapter of 1 Corinthians chapter 3. So, juicy. Sorry guys, if I sound like really intense in this one, but the Father really needs that to be corrected. Like, it's so important for us to not hate and hate and hate. Like, yes, there's a time to hate and a time to love. That's in Ecclesiastes 3, literally in there. But... There's no time to be like, oh, I hate you, blah, 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 you N-word, you blah, 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 you cracker, you whatever you want to make up. Like, I I just don't understand why are we calling each other names. Like, that is not the father. And so, I just, I don't know. There's just a, there has to be a better way to present the gospel and not in such an evil-minded way. And so, Um, also, but with just calling each other names, um, but also just understanding that it's okay if someone is in a different direction where the father has them, that's okay. Let them be and just be a support system and if, um, and all that stuff. But anyway, I don't want to get into, yeah, anyway, I'm going to ramble. But anyway, so pretty much please, um, don't be, uh, please don't be discouraged because I understand Excuse me, I I've been there before. Like I used to like be quick to argue, but I'm like Father, please. I just always pray like help me not to argue with people. Like I hate arguing; it's so stupid because it leads to (laughs) air, to nothing. It's like as if you're talking like to each other, like air. Both are talking to air. Like it's just like why are we fighting over this? It's literally not a big deal, and and it leads to different sects of like like s-e-c-t like sects of you know beliefs and like different like camps and different um denominations and all the stuff which is another term um but so it leads to all that um and then people are like oh I hate you because you're with this people or with that and you believe in that blah 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 and that's not the bible and that's just not okay so i just hope that you guys are encouraged with matthew 5 21 to 22 and then we're going to get into first corinthians 1 10 through 17 and then we're going to read first corinthians chapter 3 so first corinthians chapter 1 verses 10 through 17 in new king james says now i plead with you brethren by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. For it has been declared to me concerning you, my brethren, by those of Chloe's household, that there are contentions among you. Now I say this, that each of you says, I am of Paul, or I am of Apollos, or I am of Cephas," or I am of Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you, or were you baptized in the name of Paul? I thank God that I baptized none of you except Crispus and Gaius, lest anyone should say that I had baptized in my own name. Yes, I also baptized the household of Stephanus. Besides, I do not know whether I baptized any other. For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of no effect. So, that is very juicy. And then, we're going to go into... um. Uh 1 Corinthians chapter um Sorry, 1 Corinthians chapter 3. And then I have it closing ending. Anyway, the father's moving. Sorry, father's moving. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. And it says and i brethren cannot speak to you as to spiritual people but as to carnal as to babes in christ i fed you with milk and not with solid food for until now you are not able to receive it and even now you are still not able for you are still carnal for where there are excuse me for where there are envy strife and divisions among you are you not carnal and behaving like mere men for when one says i am of paul and another i am of apollos are you not carnal who then is paul and who is apollos but ministers through whom you believed as the lord gave to each one i planted apollos watered but god gave the increase so then neither he who plants is anything nor he who waters but god who gives the increase now he who plants and he who waters are one and each one will receive his own reward according to his own labor but we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field. You are God's building. According to the grace of God, which was given to me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another builds on it. But let each one take heed how he builds on it. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Yahweh Shai HaMashiach, Jesus Christ. Now, if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become clear. For the day will declare it, because it will be revealed by fire, and the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. If anyone's work which he has built on it endures, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved, yet so as through fire. Do you not know that you are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? If anyone defiles the temple of God, God will destroy him, for the temple of God is holy which temple you are let no one deceive himself if anyone among you seems to be wise in this age let him become a fool that he may become wise for the wisdom of this world is foolishness with god with yah for it is written for it is written he catches the wise in their own craftiness and again let the lord knows excuse me i'm so sorry he catches the wise in their own craftiness and again Yahweh knows the thoughts of the wise that they are futile Therefore, let no one boast in men, for all things are yours, whether Paul or Apollos, or Cephas or the world, or life, or death, or things present, or things to come, all are yours, and are, and you are Christ, and Christ is God's, and Yahweh's. So that is so juiciness, y'all, that is juicy. And so, we're closing that. If you believe in something else, in someone else, and that's what you see in scripture, that's what you believe in, then that's where the father's using in this season if someone is somewhere else and it's not that they're like doing like witchcraft or something like no but that they're in christ and they're learning the bible and they're newer or they're just that's just what they believe in that's their so-called denomination then let that let that be but in in the end we all are meant to be together because i'm not saying that those denominations or different sects of beliefs as a people is okay but what I'm saying is that, um, is that if they if that's what someone believes in, you shouldn't point it out and say, oh, you hypocrite, you liar, you this, you that. And it's just like, but why is it getting all nasty? Like, that's not even what that's supposed to be. And it makes me really sad because as a people of Israel, we're supposed to be unified in Christ, but we're fighting over who's right and who's wrong and then end up calling each other names and then it's just a hot mess and i'm just like what is that example like what is that you know and it's just so sad and so if you're from this camp that camp um whatever you know let's not debate let's not fight which there's a scripture with that debate actually (laughs) did not expect that to happen but the father is doing something okay so (laughs) after scripture so it's second timothy 2 um let's start at verse 22. so second timothy 2 verse 22 which also i'm reading the new king james just in case you guys are like what is she reading from sorry i should have said that at the beginning (laughs) if i didn't say that already i don't remember but anyway second timothy 2 verse 22 and it says flee also youthful lust But pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart, but avoid foolish and ignorant disputes, knowing that they generate strife. And a servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, able to teach, patient in humility, correcting those who are in opposition, if God perhaps will grant them repentance so that they may know the truth, and that they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil, having been taken captive by him to do his will so if you see someone from another you know camp hey you know i i think that you know maybe direct them in such a gentle way in a loving way not so harsh and rude like oh you idiot you're wrong you're a liar you thief like it's just like oh my gosh (laughs) like what happened you know and it's just like it shouldn't get that way and Um, receiving correction is so beautiful as well so if you're being corrected receive that with joy and gladness but if it's harshly done it's not going to be received well and so I would recommend to all of us to really understand like hey if someone's just not where you are it's okay and if somebody is just and if you um and if the father's leading you somewhere else then don't don't be saying this person's wicked and she's or he or she is just so evil and it's just like oh my goodness this turns into gossip this turns into slander and it says do not slander your neighbor in the torah and i don't have a direct scripture for that but it says do not slander your neighbor and it's just uh i just it makes me really sad because i want us to be unified and the father wants that But we cannot be out here yelling at each other, being rude to each other, and slandering each other over who believes in what, over all these random reasons, and then use the scripture, and then it's like uh, way out of context. Look, we cannot do that. Like, we cannot do that. And then start yelling at each other, and then completely forget about the scriptures in 2 Timothy 2, Um, 2 Timothy 2, verse 22 through um, 26 about you know let's be patient with each other let's teach each other in love and kindness gentleness patience which is also the fruits of the spirit which i will read as well which is in galatians 5 um give me one moment a moment of silence galatians 5:22 and it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. And in this chapter, we're talking about the law of circumcision. Um, but before that, in verse 19, it says, Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, Hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. So, if we're walking in specifically, since we're talking about like hatred, contentions, um, which is strife, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, jealousies, you know, and envying one another, and all these um, other things, but mainly those specific uh, words because this is the topic. And so we want to walk in the fruit of the Spirit, which is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, which is patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. We want to walk in those things. We don't want to be hatred towards one another. We don't want to be rude to each other. That is not the Bible. That is not. That is not how we operate. I would not receive anything if someone's yelling at me saying, you need to do this better and you need to blah, blah, blah. You need to be more patient. Ugh, you're so rude. You're not a believer anymore. It's like, wait, I'm sorry. Like, I work on that. My bad. Like, you don't have to, like, yell at me. Like, oh my gosh. Like, you know, because we all have things we need to work on. And so we just need to do better. And I'm sorry if this was, like, I hope this message was very clear and... Um, I really do believe that we as a people have to be unified and I'm not just saying like only Israelites, by the way, I believe like anyone who believes can be saved by the way, but... I'm just specifically saying my people because I see the division amongst us and we need to do better. You know, we we got to stop that. We got we got to stop the fights, stop the debates, stop those YouTube channels of debating and all that stuff. And like, hey, who's going to challenge you? Why are we challenging each other? What is that? That is not the Bible. Why are we challenging people just like the Pharisees? This is the Holy Spirit. The Pharisees did the same thing. I will give an example. So, there were many times in scripture <clears throat> in scripture where the pharisees will say oh i'm a challenge let's challenge christ to see what he's going to say about this topic um and just to make a a pointless like or a useless like a way of trying to get at him to trick him up um and so um, um give me one moment so the most common one that I know that is very controversial, which is divorce, but if you ever have been divorced or have have parents who've been divorced, you're not condemned. I'm not condemning you. I'm not shaming you. I'm just saying like, you know, I've noticed that divorce has been rampant, you know, very known, but um, it's very just thrown around anywhere, right? But um, that's not the topic today. But anyway. Um, the purpose of this is the fact that, you know, the Pharisees wanted to find something to say, oh, well, it says we can divorce in the Torah, like (laughs) it says it, but, um, he says this, um, actually, let me just start off by reading verse one. It says in Matthew 19 verse one, it says now it came to pass when Shai Jesus had finished these sayings that he departed from Galilee and came to the region of Judea beyond the Jordan and great multitudes followed him and he healed them there. The Pharisees also came to him, testing him, and saying to him, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for just any reason? And he answered and said to them, Have you not read that he who made them at the beginning made them male and female, and said, For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh? So then they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore what God has joined together let not man separate. They said to him, Why then did Moses command to give a certificate of divorce and to put her away? He said to them, Moses, because of the hardness of your hearts, permitted you to divorce your wives. But from the beginning it was not so. And I say to you, whoever divorces his wife except for sexual immorality and marries another commits adultery, and whoever marries her who is divorced commits adultery. His disciples said to him, If such is the case of the man with his wife, it is better not to marry. And that's a hard truth, to be honest. Like it's like, man, I gotta really stick this out, but it's just the truth. But anyway, they were trying to get another answer. They're like, Oh well, you know, can we divorce them for any reason? Because um I'm still doing my research, but I'm learning that the Pharisees literally made up also their own rules of why they should divorce their wives and all this stuff. It has nothing to do with adultery at all. It's just for no reason. Um and so um I'm still learning that so y'all do your research too but um but yeah I'm learning that and it's just so interesting to me but anyway (laughs) that's another topic but anyway um if the father is willing for me to use that topic but anyway there's another parable and it's about the sabbath which is so funny um let me okay so John 5 verses 1 through 13 and this is about a man healed at the pool of Beth Beth Bethesda. Um it says after this there was a feast of the Jews and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is in Jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool, which is which is called in Hebrew Bethesda having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was made well of whatever disease he had. Now a certain man was there who had an infirmity thirty-eight years. And when Yahweh saw him lying there and knew that he already had been in that condition a long time, he said to him, Do you want to be made well? The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no man to Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up, but while I am coming another steps down before me. Jesus said to him, Rise, take up your bed and walk. And immediately the man was made well, took up his bed and walked. And that day was the Sabbath. The, the Jews therefore said to him who was cured, It is the Sabbath, it is not lawful for you to carry your bed. <laughs> That makes me laugh every time I read this. I'm like, why would you... St- what? He answered them, He who made me well said to me, Take up your bed and walk. They Then they asked him, Who is the man who said to you, Take up your bed and walk? But the one who was healed did not know who it was, for uh, Jesus had withdrawn a multitude being in that place. And so, yeah. Anyway, that scripture. That was so funny. I, I love that scripture. It cracks me up every time I read it. And it's just like, and and then in another scripture it talks about how you guys can write these things down cuz um yeah but anyway there's another scripture how he healed someone with a withered hand and how um um they were like mad about it he's like is it good to um to heal on the sabbath or you know is it good to do heal on the sabbath if someone if your sheep was in a ditch would you you know leave it there for the sabbath or would you go and get it and you know they're just dead silent like oh gosh here we go we're about to get our butts kicked again but yeah i just think it's so funny christ literally put things in order and today the father wants that to be in order we need to stop making up stuff we need to stop fighting each other if we agree to disagree that's okay but stop making debatable videos like the pharisees wanted to start fights talking about who told you to take up your bed and walk it's on this it's the sabbath like what like, who says that? Like, I would have been like, What you mean? Like, this man just healed me. Like, I would have been so excited. Like, Sabbath, what? Like, what are you talking about? Like, Sabbath is resting in the Most High. Like, what are you talking about? But anyway, that i have been so, like, if I ever said that, somebody got to come up and slap me. Because if someone's healed on the Sabbath, I'd be like, Are oh, you've got to be joking me? Like, wow. Like, people are really gonna say that? Like, that dude blows my mind. But anyway, it makes me laugh every time. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're just trying to pick a fight. That is so funny. But anyway, um, so, um, but yeah. Um, so yeah, the fights and all that must stop. The debates on the YouTube channels, the podcasts, whatever you got. Like, stop the fights. Stop the debates. Stop all the foolishness because that is not of the father. We cannot do that. And, um and not start foolish debates over oh you've healed someone on the sabbath it's like oh my goodness that's it's good to do good on the sabbath you know just making up our own rules we have to stop doing that and christ came to fix that and therefore he's and just like oh i can divorce somehow whenever i can divorce him or her whenever i want to it's like no you committed to the relationship you stay together and so let's not fight over dumb stuff okay like let's stay together in Christ, I meant like as a body, not like i'm talking- I'm not talking about marriage no more, sorry, <laughs> like I'm single, okay, so no no no, no no, 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 I'm um yeah, no, that's weird, anyway, sorry, um, oh, sorry, um, I'm a little thirsty, but anyway, that is just so amazing, and what the Father revealed to me, sorry if it was intense, it was an intense word, but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, I really uh hope that you guys enjoyed it i hope that you know that you know let's love each other let's love one another and let's not fight over the dumbest stuff i understand like if someone is actually like you know they don't realize they're preaching something wrong that's that's understandable but let's not cause them to say they're idiots and they don't know the truth or or excuse me they're not of the truth it's like well some people are just in different seasons and phases of their life and that's just normal like for me i didn't know everything about the bible i still don't know anything i'm still learning and i have so much juiciness to share with y'all but right now i'm just waiting and also procrastinating because um i'm just not sure of when to share things because i'm still learning that with the father and like his voice but anyway so yeah i would definitely and i'm like really excited about this word that i finally did it but it just came to me all of a sudden i was like oh father okay i'll do that word gulp you know but yes um anyway Sorry for all the rambling at the end. It's 40, almost 40 minutes. But let me pray at the end and, and so we bring peace. And so, Father, I thank you so much for this opportunity to be able to, um, sorry. <laughs> I thank you, Father, so much for this opportunity to be able to, um, Share this word that you've given me. I thank you so much that those who are listening, that they wrote down notes or they took it in within their heart, if they're driving or if they're multitasking and doing whatever they're doing, I thank you that they receive this with joy and gladness and that um, your spirit will lead them if they want to share that. I thank you that you'll lead them to sharing that and whoever's upon their hearts to share this with. I thank you so much, Father, and love you with all my heart, with all my soul. And for those who are listening, I thank you that you will bless them going in they're going out. And I thank you that those who may have doubts about you i pray that this may give them some hope or some and peace about the situation that they felt like there was so much strife going on that this gave them peace i i'm not sure but i thank you father that they may believe in you and that they may know you are god through christ and i thank you so much father and love you in the name of yahweh shai jesus christ i pray con hallelujah bye guys <laughs>